another week, and here we are, WVLP 103.1 FM, and this is Porter County Buzz. One of your hosts, Greg Sims, and uh, the other host, uh, co-host, Andy Bozek is, uh, where is he today? I think he's in Italy. Last week he was in the Bahamas, before that he was in Hawaii and uh, Dominican, I think. So we're going we're gonna to put him in Italy today, and I think he might be trying to surf, because as the weather gets cooler, the waves get bigger, and... and Go from there. So, anyways, so uh, maybe Andy will wave uh, wave a while later from from the, uh, the the coast of Italy. But anyways, um, we are uh, uh, sponsored today by the Independent Order of Vodfellows, Chequick Lodge Number Fifty Six in good old downtown Valparaiso, celebrating 175 years of existing in Valpo. And you can't see it on the radio, but I'm holding in my hand a flying disc. Um, and these are made in the United States of America, by the way, which is kind of cool. How often do you see that anymore? And we will be handing these out uh, during the Valpo, is it Friday night walk uh, downtown for a whole bunch of businesses just to hand out stuff uh, to people. And it's going to be on October 13th, so Friday the 13th uh, from 4 to 6. Come on downtown Valpo. It doesn't matter if you wear a costume, although a vast majority of people do. Uh, there'll be people in businesses handing out candy. There'll be some other organizations in Central Park handing out candy. Uh, maybe the Opera House will send some uh, uh, costumed individuals out just to say hello. You never know. And and there's a reason why I said Memorial Opera House. They, they might be there. is because we have the brand new executive director is that the title i'm mm -hmm. okay so uh, of the opera house and uh well go ahead uh introduce yourself so i don't screw up your name although it's hard to screw up but sure i'm megan stoner the new executive director of the memorial opera house <laughs> <laughs> and megan and i had a chance we worked together was it last year or the year before yeah it was last, last. uh second semester of 2020 whatever it was yeah last january through may okay yeah when, when we both used to work at a school in East Porter County. That's right. That's <laughs> so, right. So anyways, um, so welcome aboard. Thank you. I guess welcome to the Porter County family. Yes. yes. And uh, so what did, uh, I, I I hope you, well, Scott McDonald, and we got along great, and, and I, a lot of people in the community really liked him, and, uh, and by no means do you need to, we don't need to compare you to him because you're completely different people. But uh, he's done some cool things, so I imagine you looked at what he did, and you've got your own ideas because you are your own person, and you've got the most awesomest color hair uh, imaginable because that's <laughs> my you. favorite color. Purple. <laughs> yes. Way to go. I, uh, I've got a plum crazy purple car. Awesome. Yes. And uh, But anyways, so what do you – well, uh, let's, let's regress. Um, who are you, and who's, who is Megan? Yeah. Okay. So I, uh, I grew up in Chesterton. Uh oh, we won't hold Andy will like you, but I won't hold it against you. <laughs> I should have worn. Oh, I did wear Chesterton kind of colors today. Maroon. Oh, uh, well, oh I, my uh, gosh. I moved away right after I graduated from high school and I was gone for, which was 2005, I think 2020, 2000, 2000. <laughs> I'm trying to make you younger. <laughs> Thank okay. you. Two, oh my God! You're just uh, two thousand. Oh yeah, my God. I know. Okay. It's still like a long. You're still time very ago. young. Yes. Thank you. Um, but I moved away for twenty three years, and okay. I moved back here in Valpo. I moved okay. back to Valpo in, Jan in January of this year, and uh, kind of took up. I was a teacher mm -hmm. and took up some, you know, long term sub positions, and really felt like it was time for something new and different in my life and this position came up it's a dream job truly oh. and has been for a long time i've done a lot in the world of theater mm -hmm. volunteering i owned a business for seven years so i really felt like i had a pretty great skill set to do this mm -hmm. job so i, I applied and they gave me and, the position. And here hey, you hey, are sitting here across here. That's awesome. I have two kids. Mm -hmm. uh, they are a, a senior and a freshman. Okay. Uh, Monty and Agatha. Mm -hmm. And I have a dog and a cat. And we're doing just great. Good. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And and at least you, you came to Valpo, so that's good. You know, you, yeah. you saw the light from Chesterton. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, my family 
has been in Porter County for an extraordinarily long time. Um, I'm the 10th generation to be born in Indiana. Holy cow. Yeah. So that's got to be, I mean, if you go back 10 generations, are you going back before Indiana was a state or close? Close, close to that. Um, My dad still lives on land that was given as payment for a forefather serving in the War of 1812. So wait a second. So your your what would it be? Great 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 grandfather? Something like something. that. Something. Okay. I don't I am unsure. So this family member fought in the War of eighteen twelve and they were awarded land at that the was, end? That was very common. Um the Indiana Purchase or the, the Louisiana Purchase, mm-hmm. the Indiana Territory was still like it was pretty new. Mm-hmm. And the government was broke. And yeah. so they were like, Oh, thanks for serving. We don't have any money, but have this chunk of land wow. in a completely like fairly un- in Indiana, yeah. Indian territory, basically. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Pretty uninhabited territory. So, wow. And then the same is true on my mother's side. Abe Stoner is mm-hmm. one of the founding fathers of Valparaiso. And, uh, oh. that is my, I want to say fifth or sixth great grandfather. Wow. Yeah. Pretty neat. Okay. That's pretty cool. That's yeah. like, that's history is history there. Yeah. My um, dad has a plat book from 1913 and it, it, in 1913, it gives the history of Porter County. <laughs> and wow. in that history is, you know, is a lot of stoners. Name, yeah, family and, names. Yeah, family names. It's pretty neat. Okay, that's, yeah, that that's pretty cool. And did you know that they had a dedication last week at the Tourism Bureau for the, they're building a new, an Indian trail. Um, wow. Well, I, I call it Indian trail. It's, it's a trail, but it's dedicated to the Miami and... Potawatomi Indians. Sure. Yeah, they had a huge so, presence here. So yeah. I imagine your distant relatives would have, I imagine, communicated with some of those tribes. They actually, had have been around. Actually, in Morgan Township, mm-hmm. um, there's a little church that was there for a really, really long time. It was one of, I think, maybe one of the first churches in that little area. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Abe Stoner uh, gave the money to build that church, and it was on the edge of... Um, Indian Territory. Uh, so, so does it still exist, the, the you church? Know, I don't think it does. Okay. Um, I was talking with my grandma about it the other day, and I think there's a monument there, but I'm not positive. Okay. It would be a neat... It would be a neat Saturday afternoon adventure. You know? Yeah. Let's go find it. Well, <laughs> so. Not like you you know, you can walk there, theoretically. Theoretically, you know? <laughs> yes. Ride our bikes. Yes, go on you can do that. That is so cool. See, that's... It's not that often that we have people, because most of the people in Porter County came from somewhere else. You know, I mean, they... Sure. Well, yeah, especially coming back after 23 years, this mm-hmm. place looks so different. It's amazing. Okay, what is the biggest... I'm putting you in a spot here. What is the biggest change that you saw? You, you, you arrive back in town and you go... Holy moly, look at that. What is what is that? I would say that Vale Park Road didn't uh, used to go all the way through. Oh. And when I made that discovery, I was like, oh my gosh, I've been living here like seven months and I've been going all around. I could have just taken Vale Park Road all the way. <laughs> but you can only go 20 miles an hour only legally. 20, only 20. But uh, yes. no, I mean, it's truly, it's very, I still use Google Maps to get everywhere because nothing looks how I remember it. Um <laughs> You know, I yeah. could get anything I want. I, mm-hmm. You know, at the drop of a hat, there's sure. a diversity of cuisine, which is great. I love mm-hmm. that. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's really a fun place to be living. My kids, you know, we, we lived in Fort Wayne. They went to school in oh, Fort okay. Wayne. That's where they were born and raised. And, uh-huh. you know, they were very hesitant to move back. All oh. they really knew about this area was that this is where they visited grandma. Yeah. You know? yeah. So for them, they didn't experience this, the town. Okay. You know? and, and so... Moving, moving here. They were hesitant, but they've also fallen in love with it. My oh, okay. son, who's getting, you know, he's going to graduate this year. He was actually saying, "Mom, I think I'm going to stick around here for a year or two. I really like it around here." And you're going, "No, go <laughs> expand your horizons." I was like that's fine, but I want you to, you know, travel, <laughs> do some things. <laughs> but see, now you you no longer have an opportunity to visit Johnny Chapman's gravesite. Well, I do have a lot of friends still okay. back and forth. All right. So you'll get, and for those that don't know who Johnny Chapman is, it's Johnny Appleseed. That's right. And his grave, his grave site is at yeah. Johnny Appleseed Park in Fort Wayne, Indiana. I you made a, uh, I was on a field trip many, many years ago. There was a science museum in Fort Wayne. Yes. And uh, we were there with a group and I said, hey, I went to the bus driver, if you don't mind taking a slight detour 
they had no idea where and I, we pulled into the cemetery and p- the kids were like what are we doing i go johnny appleseed yeah and it was really neat it um, is pretty cool they have like a little i mean i don't know how long ago you were there but now they have it like a little fence around it it's all landscaped it's oh, very beautiful wow yeah. yes. okay see and i thought you were going to mention there's a johnny appleseed festival as well right there is and it's usually the third weekend in september it okay. just happened yeah so is it worth going to like so for, should people put it on their calendar and next year they're going to go to see johnny appleseed uh or apple festival in it's fort actually, wayne it's actually a pretty cool festival because all of the vendors mm-hmm. dress in like period costume oh, do they really oh. yeah and so uh, there's a lot of uh, history lessons you know people telling stories and you can get delicious apple dumplings and wow it's a fun it's, it, it is a fun festival okay right on the river it's really fun oh so, okay that's cool mm-hmm. seeing you say apple dumplings i think about that walt disney movie the apple dumpling gang oh yeah many years ago <laughs> So yeah, if you remember that, then you're well. Though you, it's been out for many years, but you, you, yeah, yeah. I saw it in the movies, uh, in the theater. You, you probably saw it on video or I probably saw it on DVD. Video. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I do remember when DVDs came out, Greg. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. I know. We we were the other day. Someone had a VCR, and someone goes, "What is that?" I'm like, "Oh my god." Oh my! I mentioned a VHS tape to my daughter and she's like I don't know what you're talking about oh, and Rainbow Bright I was like why don't you dress up as Rainbow Bright for Halloween and she's like who I don't know okay yeah and an A-track you actually put that in your car yep. are you kidding me yeah yeah we had a car with an 8-track player yeah oh yeah I've yeah. had a few I still have a few but uh, yeah it's crazy um, but we're yeah it, so it's you come from Fort Wayne well now what is the okay what was the biggest thing when you came back to Valpo that you missed it. Does Fort Wayne have anything that we don't? I mean, I know it's a bigger place. It's a bigger city. But yeah, it's a bigger city. There's a baseball stadium downtown. Oh, okay. Uh, is a, it a, a the Tin Caps? Okay, um, it's like a double A or triple A or something. Yep. Okay. Yeah, it's a minor league team, mm-hmm. but very popular. Oh. We okay. have a basketball team, uh, uh, which is the Mad Ants, which is very popular. Sports, minor league sports are a really big thing in Fort Wayne. Wow. Okay. There's a beautiful, huge convention center. Mm-hmm. Um, the the downtown area is really booming. Um, okay. Lots of music. Uh, Sweetwater Sound is in Fort Wayne, and they provide sound equipment. Actually, I would be willing to bet that your equipment here at the radio station came from Sweetwater Sound. Oh, and okay. Um, <laughs> it's... So they hold a lot of concerts, and that's really spurred a huge music scene. Very oh, okay. big music scene in Fort Wayne. So then their concert venue's got a... How many people does it hold? Uh, At Sweetwater? Yeah. You know, I don't know, because they just expanded it. Oh, wow. Um, but okay. they, we also have, like, the Clyde, which is a concert venue, which oh, holds okay. several thousand. Um, we have several concert venues actually so it's very cool lots of different stages we have Mm -hmm. all the huge booming children's theater program there's the embassy theater which has um outside shows come in like comedians and concerts but then also they host the philharmonic in fort wayne so yeah lots of art very cultural city it's very cool so you've come to know and love that and that helped i guess your inspiration for coming back to well you're already back in valpo but to apply for the opera house and kind of do that yeah theater's been something i've loved for a really long time (laughs) (laughs) i do love theater but i do think that my professional life has really shaped me and put me in a pretty good spot to run a theater because it's a really different thing just saying i love theater let's be on stage (laughs) you know that's a little different than running a theater Um, i think people don't understand the complexity like you said you know especially the marketing um unfortunately there are a lot of people and there might be some people listening to our show that have no idea that we even have uh or you say opera house and they go opera it's not a it's called an opera house but it's a meeting place gathering we first did it with the history of it so they were all called opera houses even though yeah and actually it was going to be called memorial hall mm-hmm. but when they built it and wanted to name it memorial hall valparaiso university had a memorial mm-hmm. hall and they were like oh well we'll just name it the memorial opera house and yeah if you look there are lots of towns that have an opera house mm-hmm. and it's not because of the opera. You're right. right. Exactly yeah. right. It's a meeting place. So. So yeah. So one of the tasks I imagine that you're going to be hitting is how do you expand the reach of the opera house? I get people to know that 
first of all, this building exists. They might have passed it without realizing what it is. Yeah, I hear that a lot. You know? Like, oh, I didn't realize it was here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, we're under construction right yes. now, which is has been a long time coming and is welcome because it's a very old building. It's 130 years old this year. Uh, and so we're going to have a new look come 2025. And mm-hmm. we're hoping one of the ways that we can kind of re- open, rebrand, shall we say, mm-hmm. is to offer our facility for a lot of different things mm-hmm. that happen in the region. Uh, so, for example, we just had a journalist, a high school journalism conference, and there were oh. over 250 high school kids in our building learning about how to design pages and, you know, the software, and they had a like keynote for a yearbook? speaker. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so that was very cool. And, you know, I think that there are a lot of other opportunities that, you know, being centrally located in Valparaiso, that's kind of, mm-hmm. you know, a nice place in Valpo because mm-hmm. it's in between a lot of different things. Sure. So it's kind of a central meeting point that a lot of, you know, different organizations could come and have events, and we will now have more space for those events to happen. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. Now, what uh, what what's... Play is upcoming or a musical. Oh my gosh. On October 5th on Thursday. That's this week. That's this week. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Through the 22nd. Okay. We have Little Shop of Horrors. Oh. Which is so fun. Okay. So we're talking five, six, seven, eight. When, When is it? Thursday, it opens this Thursday. Right. And then it goes, but Friday it goes, Saturday, and then does so it go we Sunday? Have, we have Thursday, Friday, Saturday performances that start at 8, and Sunday performances start at 2. Oh, okay. So we've got the week of October 5th, the week of October 12th, like, I, and I'm saying it's on a Thursday. So October 12th, 13, 14. Yes. And then you go 19, 20, 21? 22. 22. That's right. And that's when it ends? Yes. Okay. So get your tickets for Little Shop of Horrors. Mm-hmm. Now, are you planning on having anything outside, like a big plant that's going to eat people walking by? Um, we do have a big plant. <laughs> okay. It's huge, okay. actually. And it's a big puppet. It takes three people to, to run her. And... It's yeah. a her? It's a her. Is, is oh, it, yeah. Is it normally, like, in the play or in the movie? Yeah. Is it? It's a female plant? Yeah, Audrey, too. Oh, that they named it, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Audrey 2. What happens to Audrey 1? Well, you'll just have to come and find oh, out. Oh, it's part of... So you will learn that... Yes. ...in the musical. It yes, is a musical. it is a musical. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty fun. It's... You know, the, the show is about this flower shop owner who's pining after a woman, Audrey. And, it's always um, a woman's it's fault. It's always a woman's fault. And uh, he's doing some horticulture and creates this plant that grows and grows and grows and does he feed it miracle grow or something oh no he feeds (laughs) he feeds it blood oh okay yes so So he realizes that blood allows this plant this female plant to grow and blossom yes she she (laughs) becomes a force to be reckoned with okay huh all right so a little bit of suspense a little bit of uh it, would you call it a horror? Like a, it, I know it says that it's it has horror in the title, yes. but it is very silly and fun and lighthearted. Okay, um, so for all ages. Yeah, and there was a film that had Rick Moranis and Steve Martin, so mm-hmm. that gives you an element of, or an idea of that it's very humorous. It's a very fun play. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Now, are you in it at all? No, I am not in it. Um, I know that this is counterintuitive, but... Despite the fact that I work for a theater that puts on musicals, I don't really sing very well. I am not well, someone... You could be one of those backdrop actors. I uh, could be. Whatever. Yes. I, I told my staff that someday if they need a onstage janitor or maid or something, <laughs> I'll just, you know, go and dust the... You know, pretend... <laughs> okay. now, and no lines, right? Or, yeah. or... Well, no, lines are fine. I actually have a pretty big background in, in Shakespeare. Oh, okay. So okay. lines are okay. It's the singing that's the problem. <laughs> and maybe the dancing. <laughs> okay. So. Okay. Well, that's good. Because I know uh, the, the the former director, he'd be in plays every yeah, once in a while or, or productions and stuff. And he was so talented. And mm-hmm. he really did a lot of great programming. Yeah. So. 
yeah. Okay. So now let's let's talk about the programming. Well, it, it's probably set for another year or so, right? Yes, we okay. have our program set through 2024. Okay. Yeah. So now beyond that, have you thought about, okay, I'm the executive director now. You've got a... Well, how does that work? Is it your decision? Is it a staff decision? Is it a, a small little group that you kind of run things by? But I mean, who who determines what is next? That's a great question. So I am the ultimate decider, but okay. not really, because then I get to take <laughs> what I've decided to the commissioners and the commissioners give the final thumbs up. Oh, okay. But within reason, Unless it's something, I can't see it being any controversy because we just wouldn't do that. So whatever you're going to pick is going to be approved. Pretty much. And and I go, you know, my staff, I told my staff, start brainstorming for 2025 because we're going to have a big year. And so, you know, I definitely lean on them and they know what looks great on stage. They are more familiar at this point and I will become familiar. This is my third week on the job, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but they know more about what we're capable of, what we can mm-hmm. and cannot do. So it's, you know, right. leaning on them and, and they've worked at the theater, many of them for a long time right. and they have their own dreams of something they'd love to see on stage. And I know anyway. I do Apple. It's called the apple cart. Have you the ever heard apple of the apple cart? cart? I haven't. Yeah. No one ever hears about it. It's a, it's a, okay. It was back in England. It, it's it's an old play, but it's uh, and I, I don't know if I'd call it a musical, but Peter O'Toole was in oh, it years ago. Cool. And the, the premise of it is America screwing up, and they're screwing up so bad they ask to be part of the Empire of England again. <laughs> so that, that's I know it's kind of funny. So so then you got the the English people talking about should we accept America as a colony again? And it, it really is. It's extremely humorous, but it's called the apple cart. And uh, yeah, it was it was in England and before you were born. It was 1986. That is not before I was, I was born. You were born in 2000. You said no. I graduated high school. In oh, 2000. see here. You know what? You said that. See, that's how much I, I listen. Oh I my heard. Gosh. I have an adult you, child. I know. I'm like going. <laughs> how did that happen? But no, for some stupid reason. And I, yeah, I, yeah. This is me. You said 2000, and for some reason, I'm thinking that was the year you were born, but it was the year you graduated high school. Okay. I would feel really bad for somebody that looks like a 41 year old woman if they're only 23. <laughs> I don't know. Hang out with me for a week or two, and you'll 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 see some. Yeah. Oh my goodness. But uh, yeah, but that's what it was. So it was one of those where I always wanted to, I wanted to see it in America and I wanted to see what the, I don't know, how, how the audience would react to that. Cause it really, it really was pretty funny. Is it a play or a musical? It was more of a play. That's yeah. what I mean. Cause you guys do musicals more than, well, when was the last time they even did a play? You know, I don't know. I, yeah. I don't have an answer for that, but, but Chicago street theater does a lot of right. plays and I certainly yeah. don't want to interrupt the wonderful programming they're doing. Oh, you they know? would never do it. Nobody's ever going to do it. I'll probably have to go to either New York or some, I know in Canada they did a run of it. Oh, of course so, the Canadians yeah. do it. Yes, yeah, yeah, see, right, yeah. Good for them. So I will probably have to put it on my list of travel to Canada and go see the apple cart. Go see the apple cart. But I've got like eight copies of the book. Well, the play, yeah. I don't know why I have so many. It's it's kind of ridiculous. You only need one. Sometimes people find out you like something and, you know. Well, it, and, and looking back, it's also possible I had a group of kids several years ago. It was either history or government where I talked about it and they said, that sounds interesting. And now I think I might've bought it for them and we read it oh, in a class. Oh, read it, read it as a class. Yes. Fun. Yeah. yeah. So, so they were inspired. See, some English, some people do Shakespeare. We did the, the apple, apple cart. <laughs> <laughs> but it works good. But anyway, yeah, but check it out. You might, uh, not not that you need to do it, but just out of your curiosity, you might find yeah, well, it, it sounds interesting. Funny. Yeah, it sounds, And I actually really enjoy Peter O'Toole, so I may yeah. try yeah. to track down the film. So. I, I don't know. I've never been successful. I don't know if it's a, yeah, I can't tell you if it was a film or not. Oh, it was on, he, he acted on stage. Oh, it was on stage. <gasps> oh, oh this gosh. was a stage production. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that that's what makes it a little bit more unique. Yeah. But um, but anyways, that's that. I always throw that in. You know, I threw it. I I, I talked to Scott about it years you, ago, and you've been pitching this for a while. I have. Okay. And, and I'll tell you my other pitch while I've got you sitting here. And uh, and oh, by the way, this is WVLP one hundred three point one FM, Porter County Buzz. Um, one of the hosts, Greg Sims. The other host, Andy Bozek, is in uh, Italy, surfing the waves there. Um, I think he's trying to go from the boot to the to Sicily, but I'm not sure. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll see if he comes in later but anyways um here's my next pitch 
And and for those of you that look at the opera house, you'll never look at it again once you hear this. All right, there's two like turrets on top. Yeah, I know. Is this about statues, Greg? Yeah. You've been warned. I have been warned. You've been warned. Yes. I want two statues up there, and I am willing to. uh, Here's my idea. Okay, we we would get outside donations. It'd be 100% funded by non taxpayer money okay and then uh, we would get some history classes or someone in the community do like a not a contest but a who should be up there because the original drawings have you ever seen them i haven't okay they're pretty amazing the original design had a union soldier on one side and then a female dressed in that time period like a dress on the other and for whatever reason they never they were never built and never put up Mm. so when I first heard about it and saw the picture and I go outside, I'm like, yeah, there's something you can, it, it looks like there's can, something missing. You can kind of tell that there was supposed to be something there. Yes, I get the way it, it was yeah. designed. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So that was my always thing. And then of course, you know, people had said, okay, well that's a conversation and it's all I'm doing is a conversation. But when we get the renovations done, if there's, yeah, I would still like that. In a, you know, and I know some of the commission. Well, one of the commissioners knows for sure because she, she had fun with me. She uh, she put a statue with my face on it and gave it to me as a picture. Well, I was going to ask you if, if you were going to ask for the statues to be in the likeness of you. No, no. <laughs> if it happens that way, that'd be amazing. But no, 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 no. That wasn't my Greg Sims. No, been, been to me. <laughs> no, no. But uh, it was just just one of those cool things that I thought the community can get, get involved. They could hopefully be excited about it. We can put that building in a state now that's being renovated the way it, it really it needs, needs to be. To be yeah. Yes, that maybe that could be the the touch that that just puts it over the top. And then I don't know. That that's what I'm saying. And and it may never happen. And that's you know it is what it is. I'll wake up tomorrow and I'll be fine. You know whether it happens or not. But it was just one of those where, hey, if we can do this and it, and it's a we, you know, then that would be cool if we can do it. And if not. So be it. But I just always wanted to mention it because it would be pretty darn amazing. It would amazing. be really cool. Yes. I agree with you. It yeah. would be neat. And yeah. it would make it make that building, like, it would give an, an element of completeness, yes. I think. See? Yeah. see? I, get I knew you were hired for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> so, I get your vision. Okay. That's cool. Um, but the, uh, and I was just in there, well, we had a, and, and one of the things I know we had a laugh, laugh mm. for life. The Laugh for Life yes. event. Yes. Were you there at all? Did you show up? It was before I was hired, actually. Well, you could have still gone, you um, know. I could have, yes. Um, <laughs> I. Uh, it was very successful. It was a huge success, yes. actually. Sell out. And yes. uh, uh, we, yeah, because I, uh, Stretch, you know, is or Steve, Stretch, whatever you want to. Yeah, uh, Scott, Scott, no, Scott. Scott, but not everybody Steve. knows him as Stretch. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah, he did a wonderful job uh, organizing it and getting it going. And, uh, and it was funny because even the next day, the two comedians were talking about it on WGN. Oh, that's fun. And, and, and what them. was really interesting was one of them in their skit was talking about going to White Castle. And yeah. he knew the White Castle at the, yep. by the Speedway. Yep. And on the, the TV the next day, one of the, I guess people put these questions in, they text him in or something, asked him if he enjoyed his meal at White Castle. And, and the other people in the, the, the studio said, why would they ask you that? He goes, well, I did a job in Valpo the other day. And, and part Stopped of the skit the was, yeah, yeah, he goes, but I didn't, I went right home. I didn't uh, go to White Castle. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of, it was interesting. A little connection for Valparaiso, you know, on yeah, WGN. on WGN. Yeah. yeah. And the Opera House, because mm-hmm. that's where the venue, that's where the uh, that's event That's where they place. performed, yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of cool stuff. So, yeah. yeah. I would like to see more comedy at the at the Opera House. I feel like there's a little little bit of a hole in our, in our community regarding where people can see some good comedy. So... It would be really nice to bring in some more. And you know what? And and it's kind of funny that you said that because I know you didn't know this because not very many people do about me. But um, do you remember the uh, uh, the hotel in Maryville? Yeah. Okay. They had a comedy club there called Wisecrackers. Yeah. I was the MC for several years. You like to do a little stand up? Well, I, I I'm gonna say yes and I'm gonna say no. Um, what happened was I was hired as the bartender. And we had a doorman who also was the MC, mm-hmm. and really all he did was just introduce people. Sure. But one day, all of a sudden, between shows, uh, we were informed that he was relieved of his duties as doorman because 
some money was uh, disappearing. Yeah. So upon his immediate departure, we realized that, okay, we have another show, and who's going to be doing the introductions because you just fired the guy that did it. And the manager was one of these extreme introverts. Okay, oh, so it wasn't going to be him. Good. He yeah. wasn't going to do it. Yeah. So there was myself and and two other. Uh, there was two waitresses there. So we literally did an eeny meeny miny mo with a microphone, and I ended up with it. And so I go on stage and I introduce the acts. And before I, before the first comedian got up, somebody said, "Well, tell us a joke." And uh, I said something, whatever, and people laughed. I have no idea what I said. I know. Isn't that weird how in, you, yeah. you can, like, pull through in the moment, but when you think back, you're like, well, how did I, what did yeah. I say? What did I say even? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And the other thing, too, that shocked me was the bright lights. I couldn't see more than five feet in front of me. Yeah, that is really surprising to a lot of people the first time they get on a yeah. stage. It is, you cannot see the audience. No, and, yeah. and, you, and every you, once in a while you'll see these comedians put their hands over their eyes like a visor and you know that's what they're doing there to see the audience, yeah. you know. But uh, but what had happened was, and, and it was fine, but then next week the manager then became the doorman so that nobody was going to be taking any money. And I, they looked at me and said, well, you did it last week. You got to do it again. So over time, I would tell one joke and then two jokes or a story, whatever it is. And then all of a sudden, something really, I miss, I, however you want to put it, something bad happened in regards to some of the, like the, the first comedian would come and do a half hour. Then the second comedian would do 45 minutes. But it was an hour and a half show. So oh. when you do the math, there's time in there. There's a ga- big gap. Yeah, there's a big gap there. Yeah. So then the, the the manager would say, okay, you need to take at least 10, 15 minutes. I go, I am, first of all, I'm not getting paid like a comedian. Yeah, that's a long time, too. Huge. That's a long time Huge. To, to, to tell comedy on stage. Yes. Yes. And then the other worst part is we had a lot of regulars. So people would say, are you going to say what you said last week? Mm-hmm. Okay, these comedians come through every six months. They can come through six months, tell the same thing. A lot of people forget it. They knew it was funny, but they don't know the exact what this person said. Right. So they get away with it. I could not. And it was like, you got to be kidding me. So there's a lot of pressure to to, to do that. And, unf- and, well, I'd say unfortunately, sometimes we had bad comedians, too, that came in uh, in the first ones. And so the manager would say, okay, you need to take 15 minutes because we, instead of giving that guy 20 minutes, or a half hour, we're giving him, you know, 15. Yeah. So you need to pick up the slack. And I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. But anyways, I did it and, and yeah. it worked out. I love stand up. I love it. I used to, I did it a little bit in Fort Wayne. Oh, that, and cool. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I love watching it and I'm going, you know, I, I love live comedy. Love See, it. See, especially when, and a lot of people don't realize this. You don't have to swear. I mean, to me, somebody that swears all the time is not funny. That's not creative. Putting a zinger in once in a while works. It, there's an effective reaction oh, sure. to it. Oh, you can, you know, you know, it can but, make a point. Yes. But, but yeah. using it all the time, it definitely can yeah. lose its luster. Yeah. So it's nice, you know, all age kind of stuff and having some fun and, mm-hmm. uh, and again, telling a story, telling funny, stupid stories and oh, people yeah. identify with it. So that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so there, there you go. Your first production could be... You on stage as the uh, MC, oh, and then you bring in a couple be. comedians, and you started out with some of your stories. A little story, yeah. yeah there you go. I've got a few stories, <laughs> <laughs> but that would be cool. So, um, if you're going to do, when are you thinking? Sometime soonish, maybe, or like is this after like next year? Yeah. So the 2024 season is pretty locked in. I believe. okay, even even to do a show here and there. Um, no, we could put in a show here and there, but we have canceled our summer show, Guys and Dolls, because of construction we oh, okay. need to, we're getting yeah. new seats we're doing a lot right. of interior work and so right. we needed to give construction crews time An to get in there okay so my hope is that we can sort of put in some yeah some one night things one night comedy maybe a con you know concerts here and there uh, around to, the construction yeah sort okay. of on you know yeah. bookending it yeah. so yeah. that we can you know still bring in some revenue and provide some pretty good entertainment for for Valpo. So, okay. Yeah. So are you thinking at all about using any other venues in the community or no? Yeah. Okay. We, we have. We've, we are, we have some ideas. That's that's how, where I'll leave that one. Okay. All right. I've got nothing for sure yet. And you'll have to have me back on. Okay. 
All right. And we can always talk anyways down the road, so it doesn't matter. It's not yeah. like a, yeah. Um, that's cool. It's, it's neat that you're thinking about these things and that you're keeping the Memorial Opera House in people's conversations, even yeah. though it's down. It'll be down soon. Yeah. Well, it'll only be down for a few months. And during that time, we're going to be doing things. Mm-hmm. So we're not totally disappearing so okay so to put you on a spot so like ne- on a friday the 13th so uh, if i happen to come by the opera house uh what what full-size snicker bars are you going to hand out to people in uh well first of no, all <laughs> i love friday the 13th all of them i okay. was born on a friday the 13th oh my gosh I know. okay okay I know. actually my birthday was the only birthday my grandpa could remember because it was on a friday the 13th <laughs> and, and what month was this november oh okay yes. if it was april that freaked me out because that was my mother was born on friday the 13th in april but okay so november yeah okay yep Wow. So start for those of you that are thinking about, you know, what, what to get you. Maybe, uh, do you get a lot of Thanksgiving gifts for Chris, for, for your birthday? No. Okay. Well, we can start a trend. You could. We can We could bring start. Megan some pumpkins, a birthday pumpkin <laughs> a birthday on pumpkin. November 13th. <laughs> a non-carved pumpkin. How's that? Because, you know, if it was carved, it would be all moldy and yucky. Yeah, that would be gross. If it's not carved, that. you can actually still use it for Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> use it as a centerpiece. My there you centerpiece go. <laughs> is on my table. <laughs> yeah, it's a welcome to Valpo gift. See? Yeah, there we go. Okay. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So what does, yeah, so a November 13th wedding, what does, our wedding, my God, uh, birthday. Yeah. What, what do you get? I mean, is it, do you get... I mean, well, it's, it's still could, far enough from Christmas, yeah. so it's not like you get ripped off. I mean, I get birthday presents. Yeah, okay. You know. All right. Usually, I don't get very many presents. I'm not going to lie. I, you know, go out to dinner, have a nice day. That's Okay. You know, well, maybe this year, enough. now that you got a staff and, you know, they want to butter up to the new boss, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like Heath bars. <laughs> <laughs> you like Heath bars? Really? I do. I know. I don't know. You're the only person I've ever heard say that oh, not that so it's a bad good. candy but it's not the number one i know i love them a heath bar yeah, that, I know. that's that toffee right like yeah. a, okay mm-hmm. i'll be darned okay well there mm-hmm. you go so on your birthday maybe you get a bunch of heath bars at the doorstep of the opera house and there you go and i'll know it was greg sims <laughs> <laughs> that's possible <laughs> but what else so what else is uh what else do we need to know about the Opera House or about you or about... Well, okay, so here's something that a lot I've discovered a lot of people don't necessarily know about the Opera House. It was built as a memorial to our Civil War veterans. Mm-hmm. And we still have the grandsons, sons of, grandsons of the Civil War, I believe it is now. Um, they meet every month. Mm-hmm. And we are going to start doing some more programming to honor our veterans. Oh, cool. Uh, we, we have a Veterans Day program. And okay. it's an hour and a half. And it includes our children's theater programming, limelights, and so that's going to be on November 11th. That's right, Saturday. Is it going to be at 11 a.m.? No. Oh, I'm sorry. That that's, would be you know, cool, that's right? when the armistice was, because really know. it's armistice day, but it's you know turned into that. Because on the 11th hour of the 11th month of the 11th, 11th day, day, that's when World War One ended. Um, okay, and, and I'm looking at my calendar. Okay, so November 11th. That's right. And what time is the program? You said it's a Saturday. Yep, 8 p.m. 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. Okay, and what are we, what are we expecting at 8 p.m.? Yeah, so there's a concert. Okay, there's some local theater from our lo- from our Limelights group, which is our children's theater group. Some veteran stories. Okay, uh, so you know some pretty pretty good programming that you know will be really great for our veterans, but also. People who love veterans, you know. Is this a free program? Is it a pay? It is not a free program. <sighs> I know. I know. What if I brought a Heath bar? Can I get in? I might be able to sign it for you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now you're going to have 200 people showing up with a I Heath know. bar. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> that would be interesting. I would love to see that. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And then we have um, White Christmas uh, as our Christmas musical. A Christmas time musical. Is that where, is that the Holiday Inn, where the Holiday Inn started, or is that another one I'm thinking about? I'm not sure, but it's okay. very iconic, you know. it's what Is it's Bing going to come in and do it? Because isn't, isn't Bing, Bing Crosby. Yes, his, his cool. ghost. Yeah. 
Bing's dead. It's Bing yeah. Crosby is not still alive. Oh right? no! I yeah. th- I thought you st- I, I'm sorry. I thought you meant like his ghost was in the movie. I was like, oh no, no, no! The, no, no. the ghost that's of Bing Scrooge. Crosby can come in and sing. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, no. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know who's going to be in it. Actually, I know it's been cast, but okay. I'm really excited. Oh. They haven't started rehearsals yet. So. Okay. That'll wow. be exciting. We just know it's not you because you have already explained that you're not a singer. Correct. But that you could correct. be the person that lets the singer into the inn. I could be. Or you could be the waitress waiting on a, I'm sure yes. there's some kind of a dining scene. I could have a non-singing <laughs> role. <laughs> I could probably hold okay. my own in a chorus line or something. But, okay, now, yeah. okay, let's let's talk about that really quick. So there might be somebody listening that says... I would love to be, you know, my bucket list is someday be in a play, mm-hmm. but I don't sing just like, I'm just like Megan. I don't sing, but I love it. Are there opportunities or how would they know if there's opportunities for a production to where maybe that's not a singing role? I would say come to the opera house or give me a call okay, and I can tell you if there are some roles that you may be good at. And if it's, if you just want to be involved in theater and mm-hmm. not necessarily on stage, there's plenty of non-singing roles. Okay. Like, hey, here's a playbill. Go sit down. Hey, uh, row, row AA is over there. Yeah. No, no, more like, would you like to sew a costume or would you like to oh. build some set? Or okay. are you a technologically inclined person? You could set up lighting for us or sound or, you know, things like that. We have a lot, a lot, a lot of different roles. Okay. So, so now that being said, how old is at least 18 or? Not necessarily. We okay. actually have a very talented young lady. She's 11. Wow. And she has just taken a shine to the technology mm-hmm. part of okay. Of productions, and so she's working with Stretch, and okay. he's training her. And wow. you know she's very talented, and so talent is what it is, and you find it where you find it. Okay, so okay. If we have uh, we we work with children all the time, and mm-hmm. we have many productions that have children in them, so mm-hmm. that is a non-issue for us. And as long as they there's an adult that's decided to take them under their wing, okay, good to go. Wow, yeah. Little prod- a lot of prodigies uh, taking place. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, we have our Limelights, which is our youth theater mm-hmm. for our, you know, that is 100% youth right. on stage. Mm-hmm. And we have our Penguin Project. Right. And Penguin Project just wrapped up with Annie Jr. It was a huge success. Mm-hmm. And it's a Penguin Project is a national organization that we're the, but we're the only chapter in Indiana. Wow. I know. Very cool. Pretty cool. Yes. And it, it makes the stage available to, a part of our population that normally is not invited on stage. So those that have um, different disabilities, neurodivergencies, Mm -hmm. things like that. And we make sure that our stage and our set are safe physically for them. Mm -hmm. And yeah, they get to sing, they get to dance, they get to show their talents. Shine like anyone else. And they are amazingly talented. (laughs) Oh my gosh. The girl that played Annie Mm -hmm. and Annie Jr. Oh my, she can sing. Holy cow. Yeah. A lot, of, a lot of hand bones going on oh, out there. Yeah. Yes, big time. <laughs> we gave them a little bit of the stage, and they were uh-huh. like, well, the world's looking at me now. Here we go. <laughs> it was amazing. It was great. So now what's the next? This was uh, uh, Annie Jr. Yes, this so was Annie Jr. Is there another one there set will, yet? N- there will be. Not yet. We have our okay. meeting coming up to, okay, to, to see sort which... of like, we got to debrief this. Okay. Look at what we learned. Look mm-hmm. at what we need to do differently. A a big dream that I have is to bring the Penguin Project on the Memorial Opera House stage. And the setback to that is that we have young people who cannot climb stairs mm. that are part of the Penguin Project. And right. we are we don't have a wheelchair ramp. Right. And so not yet anyway. Not yet. And so having a temporary ramp that we can put up for the Penguin Project so that our young people can safely get on and off the stage would be a spectacular Thing that we will probably look into kind of during and after the construction phase right. so that we can we can have something so that you know our stage is can truly be available to everyone okay so you know that being said is it possible that you can get that worked in like because when when the things were being redesigned you were not you know you weren't a thought yet because scott was still i was here. not a thought that's true right <laughs> So now that you are and you have your own insights, is that something possibly that you can get the architects to kind of, hey, can you think about this? And maybe they can incorporate it now. Yeah. We'll be talking to them about it to okay. see if that's, you know, in the budget and something right. that can be done. Um, we'd love it to be something that 
is like removable. Right. So we can, you know, put it in when we need to, take it out when we don't. Right. And honestly, I think having a ramp to the stage would be spectacular for some of our shows because we have a, you know, that would open up a lot of cool opportunities. Right. You know, think Dirty Dancing, you know, running up the aisle. Sure. Like, oh my gosh. Oh, yeah. How cool would that be? That would be cool. Yeah. No, you're right. It, yeah, because there's a lot of times where the plays need to interact with the audience yeah, and it would just be. Extend into the audience. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And see, and I'm thinking too, like, because. I know you're going to have a uh, mayoral, it's not a debate, forum uh, coming. Yeah, on the 6th of October. Uh, the 6th of October? No, that can't be right. I know it's coming up really soon. It's on Monday. But I guess my, my thought there is you may, you know, if you use it for stuff like that, you might have an individual that has a hard time climbing stairs and that ramp would be perfect. So now people can look at that venue as being more conducive to any kind of population. That's right. And that's, that's, I mean, and that's why you're sitting in that chair. That's right. I mean, it's a 130 year old <laughs> building, you yes. know, so we're working within those right. constraints, but, but we're creative people. We can come up with all kinds of ideas, I'm sure. So I'm, I would really love to make that happen. Yeah. Well, with your enthusiasm, I'm sure the audience is having a hard time uh, realizing your enthusiasm, you know. But uh, <laughs> no, that's all cool. That's And that's what we need. I mean, it's a, it, it's nice to see people in a position excited and yeah. and want to move things in a, in a direction that maybe they haven't gone for a while, you know, that kind of a thing. Yeah, and you know, I don't want to undo the things that my predecessor did because right. he was very talented. Oh, absolutely. Very oh, he, talented person. He oh, inherited a, a big hot mess and what he did was amazing. Yeah, and mm-hmm. so I definitely don't want to undo the hard work that he did. Mm-hmm. And so now it's just moving forward and yeah. and saying, okay, well, given what what amazing stuff he did, how can we take it to the Another next level? level? Right. Let's go. Like. We have a great base. Let's yes. do this. And so. and and the the group there is yeah. We the, I, I've liked the board. I've liked the uh, the workers there for years. And um, it's a great yeah, group. Yeah, it, it's and there it's a pretty dedicated bunch of people. Indeed. And you have to be in that kind of a venue or whatever. I mean, it's because at least theater isn't for everybody. So theater isn't for everybody. And you know, there's the proverbial phrase: the show must go on. Yeah, and yeah. that is that is yeah. a truth. I yeah. mean, if if something falls through there's Mm -hmm. a whole group of people that are like well how can we figure it out what Mm -hmm. can we do instead i'll Mm -hmm. step in i'll do this i'll do it community theater is great i love it i well it's important it's it's one of those things that sometimes uh, to me it it kind of works in when when schools look to cut things they you know they they cut the band and the you know the arts and stuff and it's like in a lot of ways that creativity is more important than ever yeah i mean i think that the opera house is wonderful in bringing the different you know, cultural experiences to mm-hmm. Valparaiso. Right. I mean, we're putting on professional level productions. Right. That you could easily take a, you know, a trip into Chicago and have a really big night and, mm-hmm. you know, spend 90 bucks on your tickets and right. do all of that. And that would be a very fun date, of mm-hmm. course. Or you could, you know, spend $25 on a ticket <laughs> and have a great dinner in downtown Valpo and have right. equally as wonderful of a show because... Right. Uh, the talent that we're working with is absolutely mm-hmm. spectacular. And these are just people in Valparaiso. These are citizens, yeah. just yeah. like you and I, that are volunteering their time to be in a show. Right. And The only difference is great. they can sing and we can't. Because I will voluntarily I say, I cannot. I know. I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> but that's what, yeah, and, and that's what's neat, too, is is you're allowing people an opportunity for culture. Yes. And, and I think too many people underestimate that culture, that that... I don't know, the experience. You yes, know? I agree. Um, I worked, I volunteered with a nonprofit in Fort Wayne. It was mm-hmm. 100% volunteer run, and it was called Shakespeare from the Heart. Of course it was Shakespeare, because that's right in your wheelhouse. That's right in my wheelhouse. <laughs> and we um, we went, and we, we did one play every summer in mm-hmm. in a park, in okay. one of the Fort Wayne parks. Shakespeare in a park. Shakespeare in the park, and it was free. Mm-hmm. And the idea was we're bringing Shakespeare to populations that maybe never would get it otherwise. Right. And it's a hundred percent free and available. And so uh, that's how I look at art is mm-hmm. like, no, it can't always be free. Mm-hmm. Like luckily Shakespeare died a long time ago and we can use his plays for or no did cost. He? Did he or exist? Did he? Mm. I, here's, here's a little trivia for you. I did see, I went to, Eng- I was in England. I studied politics in England Cool. and I went to Stratford upon Avon mm-hmm. and I did sit in his apartment, which was teeny tiny, about double the size of this room here, which his room is pretty small. 
And uh, but there was a lot of debate about did Shakespeare actually exist? Did, did he exist? Was did there he, a? Did he really hmm, write his plays? I know. I know. There's a lot of controversy. I know. But and they're still free, so that's good. Well, and <laughs> and that being said, too, for someone who never studied Shakespeare in high school, I don't know how it happened, but I never never did. Um, there's even the the nation's largest Shakespeare museum is actually in Washington D.C., right behind the uh, uh, Supreme Court. Oh, I did so, not know that. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go to D.C. now. Yeah, there you go. Yes. I, I mean, I've been it's, before. It's a but I have to go back. It's a must see. Yeah, especially well, it's a must see if you're a Shakespeare fan. If you're not a Shakespeare fan, then it's probably there's boring. so many other things in D.C. to. Yeah, it, it was okay. I mean, it's okay. It's okay. Well, but I'm just a. Okay, I mean, I never read any Shakespeare, so that's sure. That's why I just say it was okay because I didn't have that kind of if you don't passion have, for right, it. If you don't have the knowledge and passion, it's hard to get yeah, into something. Yeah, but you, you'll be rising oh, yeah. three feet off the ground. Floating on air. Yes. Yes. It would make me very happy. I would love to go see the Globe Theater in England. And oh my gosh, that would be a dream come true. Put it on your list. It's on my bucket list. Well, you know what? You've got a situation where you're going to be down for a little while. You know, you can always take that opportunity, Mm, even though I'm sure you're going to be doing some work. Maybe there's a trip to England in my future. Could Mm. happen. I'm just saying. (laughs) It's a beautiful place. Um, Get your get your passport now. That's the first step. I have a passport. Oh, there I'm you good go. To go. All right. Already. <laughs> okay. Now I gotta get my ticket. <laughs> Who knows? November thirteenth, maybe a birthday gift comes in. Maybe somebody listening goes, "I'm gonna send Megan to England for her birthday." That would be spectacular. <laughs> Any guardian guardian angels out there listening? There you go. I would love to go to England for my birthday. <laughs> there you go. You never. You know what? You never know. Somebody might go. I can do that. You that see? would be funny. That'd be great. And and sometimes it's like with anything. A lot of things happen just because a, con- a conversation starts something, and people go, "How'd that happen?" It started with a simple conversation. I, that's true. So that that's that's kind of like with life. It's. Yeah. Uh, you get out and you experience things and you never know what you're going to learn, what you're going to be a part of. Yeah. You know, just like today, you you woke up today and probably thought I wasn't going to be on the radio today. No, I, <laughs> I, I didn't think I was going to be on the radio today, but I will Same. tell you, I love radio. I um, was when I, I taught at Manchester University for a while. Oh, and sorry to hear that. <laughs> I, I mean, for those of you that are Wabash fans, they're sorry to hear that. <laughs> I, I'm um, just kidding. Uh, and while I was teaching there, I was the faculty radio station advisor. Oh, okay. And I, while I was a student there, I had a radio mm-hmm. show, and I love radio. And what was your radio show about? My radio show was a music-based radio show. Okay. And I... 80s music, because it's the best? Yeah, I did have an 80s radio. <laughs> I did have an 80s show. I had a lot of different shows. I had, I don't know, probably six different radio shows over, you know, the wow. course of my four years there. Okay. And I was the news director. Oh, okay. Which was cool. But yeah, so I helped run this radio station for like five years and... Then I did a lot with the NPR station in Fort Wayne because they're, they're linked. It's a six sister station. Okay. And so would do their fun drives. And oh, that's cool. I love radio. It's great. Well, there you go. While well, you're sitting in one now, and who knows, maybe you get your show at WVLP. I know. Well, I, that would be awesome. But I, I, I've always said for my lack of singing voice, I have a pretty good radio voice. <laughs> so that, that's where the well, trade-off see, and, is. And I tell Andy all the time, he's got a face for radio. Well, that too. <laughs> <laughs> but that's always funny but it's, it's cool stuff it, but yeah that's uh opportunities are out there people just need to just find them and yeah know. that's actually a pretty cool thing about working i think probably in any any sort of downtown visible valparaiso business is mm-hmm. that you know if just talking to people you realize oh my goodness everybody's kind of connected mm-hmm. it is a small town mm-hmm. everybody knows so and so and if you need something done somebody will know somebody who can get it done and right. that's really that's a really special thing about about Valparaiso, about Porter County. That's yeah. Great. Yeah. That's why you came back. That, yeah, that is. I mean, <laughs> I you know, I love being back. I really, mm-hmm. really love being back. And it's not that I didn't love being here as a kid. It was just that, like, I was a kid. And, yeah. you know, I wanted to go to college and I wanted to see the world. And, and I did that. I did those things. Mm-hmm. And I'm now able to come back with all of those wonderful experiences and share them with people share and them here and make more here right you know yeah that's what it's all about right so, absolutely yeah. i mean we only have one we have one one go at this you know yeah. with this life so you might as well make it count yeah absolutely i've learned a lot of good a lot of really good lessons i've mm-hmm. i'm a cancer survivor oh, wow. i'm like yeah awesome i've, I've done a, owned a business i've mm-hmm. you know i've really like tried to live life to the fullest and 
take opportunities opportunities of the, as they've come to me, but also mm-hmm. make my own opportunities when mm-hmm. I need to. So yeah, yeah. So what's your next? Uh, I gotta have or I'm gonna do uh, anything out there. Oh my goodness! Well, I'm only like I said, week three of this job. So right now, <laughs> I'm getting used to being okay. here. But I would say, just in my personal life, mm-hmm. I would really love to see a glacier before they're gone, and oh. I would love to see the Northern Lights. Those are probably two of my short bucket lists. Like, those yeah, are I'm with I you on the Northern do. Lights. The, well, the glacier wouldn't be bad either. You know, uh, maybe you can go to Iceland and take care of both at the same time. There you go. I mean, I was planning. Like, I, it makes sense. It would make sense to do both in the same mm-hmm. run, right? Yeah. Well. I guess. Or maybe I, I need uh, two trips. Yeah, there you go. Three trips, including a trip to England. There you go. There, we go. there you go. All right. Vacation Just, just if you go to England, just don't take a boat. Although, if you take it during the winter time, you could see, well, it's more of an iceberg than a glacier. But, you know. A boat from, like, America sure. to England? Yeah. I hear the Titanic is running again. <laughs> <laughs> No, we're not going to do that. Oh, gosh. That's funny. <laughs> but that's neat. That's cool that you've got these because everyone should have those. And and your, your, the things that you want seem extremely attainable, you know? Yeah. I, I very much sort of live with this idea that it's important to have goals. It's important mm-hmm. to have dreams. But it's important for them to be something you can actually accomplish. Because right. if you have all of these goals and you never accomplish <laughs> them, you're right. going to feel beat down a lot, you know? And, right. you know, it's... It's really important to have things. It's like, yes, I think I can. I know I can do this. Let right. me go for it. Let me right. let me find my niche. And so far, it's worked pretty well for me. I mean, Good. I am where I am, and mm-hmm. um, it's a truly a dream job. So it's worked well. So is that something that? When did you realize in your past that you thought someday I want to be a director of a of a, a theater? So. I mentioned that I owned a business Mm -hmm. and I had a business for seven years, Mm -hmm. which is a long time to own a business. And um, I closed my business down when my partner decided she wanted to have a baby. And I was like, I've lived through cancer twice and I'm tired. And so we liquidated our business. And so um, I learned a good lesson. I don't want to own a business. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. But but I also learned that I'm pretty good at it. Mm -hmm. And so... You know, I then started thinking, what are other things that I really enjoy? Mm-hmm. And, you know, theater has always been right up there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, it would be really wonderful to run a theater program. I thought I would like, yeah, be an education coordinator or okay. something like that. And, yeah. you know, to try to get my foot in the door in the theater world. And um, when this job became available, I was like, I know I can do this. I know I can do this job. Like, I'm super mm-hmm. ready for this. And, yeah. And they thought I was too because they hired me. Right, so right, here right. I, yeah, yeah, here I am. But you know, I was I was a middle school teacher, mm-hmm. and Greg is a former teacher. <laughs> you know that if you can teach middle school, you can do anything. You can do just about anything. <laughs> okay, now real quick, not as I said, but I had an experience this past weekend. I was with the uh, uh, Alzheimer's uh, Walk. I okay. was one of the committee members, and and I actually led a. Um, a fundraising opportunity for flying in paper airplanes. And I was amazed at how few people knew how to make a paper airplane. I was very disappointed. If I could get paid for a secret talent, it would be paper airplane making. You should have been there on Sunday. I would have won. I'm not kidding. I have won many a paper airplane I will tell you that the person sitting across from me is the one that ended up, I had three categories, zero to 10, 11 to 17, and an 18 to, I think I put 100. And I threw one 55 feet. You can probably fly it long. You know what you're probably going to do later today or even in the, you know what? Maybe we'll meet at the opera house and throw one from the stage and see who can throw it the farthest. There we go. That'd be cool. And yeah. and the prize can be a Heath bar. All right. <laughs> Bet. I got you. <laughs> but isn't it cool though? But did you ever have, did, when you were teaching the middle school kids, did you see paper airplanes being made and thrown? Oh, all the time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Then you had a cool group of kids. Oh, yeah. And I, I mean, not to toot my own horn, but I was kind of a cool teacher. And so I would let them like, you do know, some stuff, have some know, fun. Hey, let's see if we can get it to stick in the ceiling. You know? <laughs> I would have three paper airplanes just hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> Principal okay, would come in cool. like, what's happening? Yeah, oh, are, are you in control here? We're well, doing no, a that physics experiment. <laughs> yes, I know I teach digital media, but it's physics. <laughs> that's cool. That, see, that's fun stuff. And I'm sure those kids remember that. So you, at some point, you left a, a, a fun mark. Sometimes, you know? you know, you can't do that every day. No. But 
No. Sometimes, and this goes for kids, adults, everybody, you just mm-hmm. need a little breather. Absolutely. You need a little break. You gotta like, yeah. Yeah. Make some paper airplanes and blow off some steam. Have some fun. Have Live some life. fun. Exactly. There I love go. having fun. Cool. I love it. Well, you're not going to believe this, but uh, we're down to like 45 seconds. Oh, my gosh. That, that flew <laughs> by. <told> oh, my <laughs> goodness. <laughs> but uh, this has been WVLP 103.1 FM, Porter County Buzz. One of your hosts, Greg Sims. And uh, Megan, what is there something you want to say in a few seconds left to go? Come on down to the Memorial Opera House to see Little Shop of Horrors. It's a beautiful show. It's a lot of fun. Bring your kids and have a great time. Awesome. Well, thanks for being here. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Take care.